You ever go to the you ever go to the grocery store just hungry and you just watch the the chaos ensue that goes into your cart? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I went yeah. to the store this morning. Mom had to mom had to go to work today for like an open house or something. So I actually went out went out to the casino. I want to get a lot of action on the playoff games today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, like this morning you went? Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh. I, just ran out, I just ran out there just to do some bets on the football games, you know, because I live in Kentucky and I can't bet from my couch. So you know, God yeah. forbid I could be able to do that. Surrounded by every state that can do that except here. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I did that. I went to the store and I was starving when I got to that store, and I'm just walking around. And I had certain things. It didn't, I, dude. I had like I think I had like seven things on the list that I was just gonna go get just to. Oh, I crushed it. I just, I mean, I ended up, I ended up going from, I was buying some stuff because I've got a, I've got a pork roast that I'm going to slow cook on the grill tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Because Gibby told me how he did it. He does it for like 10 hours or something like that. And it just falls apart. (laughs) It went from getting like a couple things for that. Like the barbecue sauce and like, you know, whatever, a couple pans and like some, um, uh, like he uses, um, um freaking apple juice underneath the meat you know for that that moisture and stuff two yeah. i bought stuff for chili i bought wings i'm gonna make oh. wings <laughs> i and here's the big one here's the big one i am almost done i am over i'm getting dog food for clarky okay and i'm coming back i'm coming walking right back where that milk section is and there was a box of fruity pebbles i'm like i want those fruity pebbles <laughs> what I haven't had why fruit. I haven't had fruity pebbles in a while. I love fruity pebbles. I love them. They're great. Oh, I just I can't wait to see the shot of you just sitting like you're. It's like midnight and you're pouring a bowl of milk. Uh, wait, what goes cereal goes first? Yeah, this is, I don't yeah, eat cereal. Well, somebody so. who doesn't drink milk. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or drink milk. But um, you're gonna you're gonna pour in the fruity pebbles. You're gonna pour in that milk, and you're gonna hate your life after two bites. Oh, okay. It's already happened. The, when I was making, so, so I get home and I get all the groceries in and, you know, a staple for my breakfast on on weekends is, you know, there's going to be some bacon involved, right? Bacon, eggs. Yeah. Time. So I just started frying the bacon and I started putting all the dishes or the uh, groceries away. Got all the groceries away. I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll just have that bowl of fruit, fruity pebbles while I'm waiting for this bacon. To <laughs> and I crushed it. I mean, crushed it. And you're right. As soon as I got to eat it, I'm like, why? <laughs> why did I just do that? Well, you know, it's also, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't eat cereal. I've never really had cereal before. Like, I'll eat Fruit Loops, just like a handful of them, but, like, I've never had cereal. Right. Like, with the classic milk and stuff. That's one of those things that, like, doesn't seem real to me. Like, now that I'm, like, <laughs> in my 20s, I don't see other people eating cereal. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not. Like, it just I doesn't mean, happen. Like that's like a kid thing. I, I guess. very rarely eat it. I mean, and if I do eat it, it's uh, it's this brand called uh, God. What is it called? Anyway, it's just got. They don't use like all the shitty sugars and you know and all that stuff in it, and you know it's just a little bit healthier in case you just kind of want that cereal fix. And I don't feel like shit after I eat that, but as soon as I ate the bowl of fruity pebbles, I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 12 years old anymore. This sucks ass right now. So yeah. what? 
what was the crowd like at the casino on a Oh, Saturday I got morning? there I got there at 9. It was light. Yeah. Like it like the actual um sports book, the Barstool sports book opens at 9. Mm-hmm. And so you they've got like that's where the restaurants at, but like obviously they're not serving breakfast or anything. But they've got these like they've got the actual sports book where you can walk up and talk to somebody, but they've also got these like um they look like ATM machines, but they're just sports betting like kiosk and you can just walk yeah. up and just put your money in and place your bet and stuff. There was like seven guys there. Like they've got like 15 machines and they weren't even all full, you know? So oh, the yeah. game doesn't start till four thirty, So it probably, it'll probably, but it probably like right now it's probably chaos down there. Cause you got college basketball on today. You got the playoff games and stuff. So I'm sure it is just out of control right now. I just, I didn't know if, you like we're gonna witness like any any dudes walking around who hadn't yet realized that the sun come up uh no they're usually they're usually guys no they're they it's kind of funny like yeah this guy's gambling and you know who knows how many how much money's being laid down i mean i'm not I, I usually do parlays because that way i can just put a little amount on it and i've got like four or five things that need to happen so mm-hmm. little money, big payout. That's what I like to do. So, um, dude, there's guys that it, they just look like they just got up just like I did and came over and, you know, mm-hmm. like just placing some bets. Want to try to, want to try to get some action for the day, you know, <laughs> they're tr- they're trying to ignore the, the guy in the corner who's got like a, a blazer on cocktail <laughs> in his hand, just like <laughs> twisting his hips. He has no idea that eight hours has passed. <laughs> so funny to think that there's a grown man at the casino like raging like i would rage at you know call of duty or something like that you well know? especially a especially a a machine a betting machine that you have no control over you're just hitting buttons like there's no there's it's nothing designed you're to do. steal your money <laughs> right i mean occasionally it might hit some you know it might be a little something or like you know once in a blue moon somebody wins this you know a big jackpot on those things but for the most part it's just random shit going on inside there, and you know you have no control over it whatsoever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, that was my experience. Yeah. Well, you I had lost like I, 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 ten dollars, guy. I got twenty five cents back. Your first experience at a casino was probably not the way you should have went, but. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Nah. Um. Oh God. Good uh, morning. Fruity Pebbles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hashtag Fruity Pebbles, everyone. (laughs) Make sure to to hashtag that on the old, on the old, uh, whatever, (laughs) whatever you call it. Mark, hold on. Hold on. I need to to check the time code on that one. Hold on. All right. That happened at 12, like around 1220. Why? <laughs> making sure, I, making sure I marked down that burp and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a Zoe right now, so I'm probably sure there'll be a couple more burps coming. I can tell you right now, that's the other thing about this stupid ass sugary anything sugary nowadays. Just because I'm fucking older, 
I could feel it within 30 minutes. I could feel that crash. Like about that 30 minute mark, I could just feel that crash coming. I was like, oh God, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. Okay, so. No, I mean, I was just gonna, no way. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I got Okay, one. me. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, put it in the back pocket, back pocket. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of like sugar stuff, I, I don't know if like, you know, whenever you went to the bars in Bloomington, like if you ever got drinks like this, um, but like, do you know what an AMF is? No, no. Okay, I don't know if it was anything that like, I was a straight. I, I'll, just to be, just so it makes it simple for you. Uh, up until about ten years ago, I was a straight beer drinker. That's all I drank was beer. That's well, it. you know, that's quite honestly, like that's that's pretty much what I've been rocking with lately. Because like I don't. You know, all the people like around me, they like they go up like, Oh, make sure you get like this martini with like two shots of this and like a splash of that. I'm like, No, nope. Uh, <laughs> no no thanks. I don't have time for that. Right. And but they go up and the they get these uh at Bluebird, they get these giant like sixteen ounce cups. <laughs> called it's like it's like it's like Lloyd Christmas walking out of the gas station with a big gulp. Oh, or like, yeah. the, yeah. wait, no, he, oh, yeah. he doesn't. But he sees the two guys sitting outside. Right. He goes, "Ah, big gulps, huh?" Hey guys, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> but anyway, so it's like that. It's like it's like big gulp alcohol things, right? Right. And which is so good, AM, so good for oh, everybody. Yeah, so good for the body. But like AMFs, they're I think they stand for uh, adios, motherfucker. So it's like all these different. Okay, I got you. You know, yeah, all these different types of alcohol in there, but it's blue. It's just got like that sweet and sour mix in there. Oh my god, that's so funny! You just said that. I was just watching Zodiac, uh, the movie Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal, and you know, and he meets Robert Downey Jr. at a bar because they're like Robert Downey Jr. is a journalist, and uh, you know, whatever. You never seen Zodiac, have you? About the serial killer? No, I haven't actually. It's It's actually that whole that whole story. I actually thought about the other day. Yeah, I thought about the other day. That whole story is fascinating. But anyway, so they're at a bar and like they're talking for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, Robert Downey Jr., by the way, that was 2007. Was that right before Iron Man? Is that right before he got Iron Man? 2000? Like, Yeah, I don't. I think around the same time. Yeah. So they've been talking for a while, talking for a while. And this whole time, there's this blue drink set in front of Jill and Hall with like a little umbrella thing in it. And uh, yeah. just out of nowhere, in, in just such a Tony Stark way, he goes, by the way, what is what are you what are you drinking right now? You know, like, <laughs> and uh, he says he says the name of it. It's not that, but he says the name of it, and he goes, "You wouldn't make fun of it if you tried it." And then when he tries it, the next shot is them now at a table, and there's like six of those glasses, and Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. is like laying on the on the table and stuff. But it's blue. It's a blue drink. This is so funny. You just said, yeah, like, yeah. They always they always go for blue. It's like the sweet and sour mix, Sprite, and then like. Whatever they conjure up behind that damn bar, four thousand alcohols in one drink. Yeah, but it's yeah. just—it's so sugary. It's so sugary, and like it's one of those <clears> things <throat> like where you try it, it's like immediate, immediate like heartburn. It's like it's like it kind of like clogs up your throat because there's like so much sugar and like <laughs> oh, flavor. No. no, no, no. But like you know, I'm I'm walking around. I think I got cores on draft. I'm oh. like, why not? Oh. And. It wasn't that bad. I don't like banquet cores, the banquet cores or no, just yeah, cores. No, just regular cores. Yeah. <laughs> I like the banquet cores. I, I, that's the that's the only cores drink I, or beer I like is banquet. Uh, yeah. The other ones, well, I don't say, something about. It's aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> yeah, so. but yeah, so like yeah, homies were walking around with that, and it's it's fifteen dollars. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. They love those kind of, yeah. They love selling that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, oh, like, Tristan, you're getting spammed. I mean, not spammed. You're getting scammed uh, with the, with that angry orchard in your hand. Like, you're not going to get drunk. Two seconds later, they drop their $15 AMF drink, and it goes on the floor. I'm like, who's getting scammed now, man? <laughs> Woo! Right, right. Tough scenes. I don't know how you drink that angry orchard shit. I like angry. I like ciders. Ah, oh, so sweet to me. I mean, yeah, that, okay, you want to talk about sugar and yeah. sweetness, yeah, Holy cider, but like, it's not as bad at that shit, yeah. I had somebody give me one of those Angry Orchard things before, and this is a long time ago, kind of like right when they came out, you know, and yeah. um, I got literally like maybe four or five drinks into that. I'm like, can't do it. Nope. <laughs> this is not doing this. This is awful. So I don't anyway. know. I think I've been, I think I've been in the vibe of like, when I go out, I wish I was just sitting like in the woods by a campfire. So like I've been yeah. getting drinks that reflect that. And uh, you know, that doesn't make me act like a maniac. So that base that basically what you're saying is you want to be somewhere where there's less humans is what you're, is what yeah. you're trying to get. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, especially get after it. last night. It was stupid. Okay, so, so my real quick and then we'll we'll get into um the actual podcast here. Um so yesterday you <laughs> know movies. Was it yesterday that you called me and I was uh I just stopped by the old Arby's on the way home, I believe it was, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I st- I come home. I got a phone with you. Crushed it, okay? I mean, I got uh I actually got I did something at Arby's I never do. Arby's has that um Arby's has like hamburgers now. They have like uh like wagyu <laughs> beef, you know? Or whatever it's called, wagyu, you know that Japanese? Well, yeah. I got a I got a deluxe burger, which basically is everything. I got. They have crinkle fries, dude. Their crinkle fries are insane. They're great. Yeah, they're they can't awesome. Be better than curly fries, though. No, I don't like their curly fries. I don't like the seasoning on those curly fries. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so I did that plus a double roast beef. Okay. So <laughs> get ready for it. You want to? And again, I was fucking starving. You know, I hadn't eaten anything. hadn't hadn't properly eaten anything. I get it, I eat it, and I'm just I can I can feel it coming. I can feel that all these all those calories and all that sodium, and I just start getting real lethargic. And I'm like, God damn it, I got shit to do. So I get a cup of coffee, right? Do the, get a coffee. I sit down in the recliner. I told mom this last night. First time I've ever done this in my life, <laughs> dude. I woke up to the coffee spilling on my jeans. <laughs> I was holding, I was about halfway through the pot or the cup of coffee. No. Yeah. No way. I was like halfway through the cup and I kind of just had it setting like on my, kind of just on my leg, you know, like the cup. And dude, like I crashed so hard and so quickly that I fell asleep holding the coffee cup. And dude, I'm not talking just, thank God it was, I thank God I had drinking about half of it and it had been sitting there because it <laughs> fell all over my crotch. <laughs> I've never heard of anyone so down bad in I my was, entire and, life. And I woke up, I woke up like, like I woke up because I felt liquid on my pants. Like I felt that liquid. <laughs> And I woke up and like like freaking the coffee cup was like tilting, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, you know, and I just got and do when I got up, let me tell you, when you do that, when you, you're awake, okay, there's no, <laughs> oh yeah, 
You're, no, you're you're back at it. You're gonna go, and from what I could tell, I think I was just for, I think I was just asleep for a few seconds. Like I based <laughs> on you know what I mean. You ever just have that? Just a deep slumber for five to ten. Yeah, just that dra- because based on what was going on on the TV and like it was just like I couldn't have been go- I couldn't have been asleep that long. <laughs> and then I was up. I was up and uh, I tackled the day, buddy. The rest of the day was like on fire. <laughs> oh my I got, god, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I got I got uh I did some work, uh worked out, freaking you know, before mom got home, as mom walked in the door, I had full on, I had uh, bowls, I had vegetables, guacamole, chicken cooking, uh, and I was, va- I was vacuuming. I had the whole, I mean, I was, I was, re- I was ready to go, man. <laughs> Wait, okay, so, so like, mom, no one else was in the house when this happened. Oh no, this was like in the early afternoon, mid afternoon, whatever. When I did okay. that. Okay. Yeah, I guess there is. Um, I mean it that kind of makes sense. Like once, once something like that happens, you just kind of shoot up and do what you got to do because I don't think there's anything more motivating than a humiliating moment that no one else witnessed. Right. Clark didn't even see it. He was sleeping behind me. He didn't even see it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, this happened. Right. Let's just not tell anyone. <laughs> well, and you have to, uh, you have to, um, you know, you got, you got to get up and move. Cause now your, your entire crotch looks like you just pissed yourself. So like, you know, like you just have to, <laughs> and, and you know how I wear gray jeans. I had the, I had my gray jeans on. So liquid on gray. Ooh. Oh, just, Ooh. you know, I mean, just, I mean, there coffee was, it was like everywhere, just everywhere. Like, like it's I over. had just, like I had just sat down on that chair and like, I'm just going to pee here. I'm just not going to go to the bathroom. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. So. I gotta Phenomenal. start eating a little bit better uh, when I'm like I got I. It's only when I'm start. It's only when I'm really hungry. I just I just it's like I have no. I'm like oh it's fine. You don't have any control. Yeah, I'm just like oh it's fine. I'll just I can eat as much as I want because I'm hungry and it's okay because I'm gonna work out later. But no, yeah. I I mean I worked out, but I can just like. It's always like thirty minutes. I'm like ah, oh, just, <laughs> just can't even function, dude. So I know. I don't know, maybe by the time I hit 50, I'll figure this out. So <laughs> Anyway. Um, will finally fall in line. Yeah. Dear God. All right. Um, how about, and we'll get into the main chunk of it here, but how about that Scream trailer? Oh, oh my God. They did it. We, we they sat did it, here, yeah. We sat here and complained about this on uh, past uh, podcast, and we're like, God, no Sydney, no. And no that trailer, I've watched it twice, and man, does that thing look good. Oh, it looks it, so it good. looks like Okay. We can maybe just go in a little something too about Scream, but like what are your top three Scream movies? Like from 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 one to three? Like my top Yeah, like okay. yeah, like your top favorite, like in order. My top favorite in order, one, obviously. Yeah. Four mm-hmm. is my number two. Hmm. I don't know, it's hard. It's a little interesting because I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just because of like, you know, my generation is like growing up with certain uh certain horror movies and stuff, but I don't know if I would put two or three in my top three. Yeah, I'm a, I'm you know 
I like the second one a lot. Like I like the college uh, lifestyle and like Timothy Oliphant. Oh, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Honestly, <laughs> I would probably because three three is the movie one, right? No, yeah, right. Three is the movie set. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. When they're like making stab and stuff like that. When they're making it, right? Yeah. Okay. I would probably go one four two is my top three. One four two. Yeah. Okay. And then because I would pro- I'd probably go and if you want to go all five, I'd probably go one, four, two, five, three. That's probably what I would Interesting. do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously like if you're if the original scream is not your number one favorite scream, like I don't know what you're I don't know what you're talking about, but why, like why, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, yeah. Yeah, I would say the exact same thing. Like after thinking about all of it and stuff, I would probably go like I don't know. I'd probably go one one five two. I think. Okay. For now. Yeah, but the, um, um this new one, ahead. man, I I love how they I love how the mask is weathered like in Halloween, how they did with, with I don't know what's mask. going on. This like I don't know. I think like, there's, I I think like there's I su- kinda gauge. I think there's supernatural stuff going on here. Yeah, I can kind of gauge other uh other screen trailers and like other movies. Like I can kind of figure out who might be the killer. Like Scream Five they did a really good job of like kind of keeping it hidden, but like deep in my heart, I'm like, I hope to God it's Richie. I just want it to be Jack Quaid, and right. he did. I was like, and he was, thank God. But um, <gasps> oh, yeah, Scream spoiler, Six. I spoiler watched... alert! Spoiler alert for everyone. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> anyway, um, but like, yeah, like I watched the Scream Six trailer, and I'm like, I ju- I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to follow this. I think I might actually be like surprised, surprised. Yeah, um, it's it looks it looks fun. It looks so well made. Like the shots mm-hmm. are so great. Um, Considering they fast tracked this one too, after how I know successful the last one was, like they made it quick. They made it real quick, and and that's that's the other reason why I was like, eh, what's this thing gonna be? You know, am I gonna what mm-hmm. we doing? What are we doing here? And I was already intrigued by the teaser just from the subway thing. And then this thing came out, and I'm like, "Wow, this is uh, they've they've just reinvented it here. This is great." I mean, and I, yeah, they really. I do. think a, I think a lot of it has to do with. I mean, I just I couldn't stop looking when there was close-ups of his mask, and he even held it. Did you notice that they held that they, they at some point the mask the was weather being mask. held? Yeah, was being held just like they did in Halloween, like just I holding know. the yeah. So I thought that was cool. Um, because you know, there's always a lot of callbacks to Halloween in in the screams. You know, there's a 100%, lot of that. Hundred percent. Um, but that was cool. And then, uh, but yeah, there's that shot in the there's a shot in the in the um, convenience store where yeah. the guy shoots and he and he moves. He just kind of disappears. I'm like, oh, is this a is there a supernatural thing going on here? Also, is there something yeah. going on here that we? Um, so there was that the shot when Courtney Cox is on the phone. And the thing, what's going on behind her? That was cool as shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, just so so much good stuff going on. So very pumped. And it's and the the trailer is released and released, and we don't have to wait seventeen months. It comes out in like a month and a half. Like it's yeah yeah, which it's is gonna great. be phenomenal. Yeah, I just um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people have been talking about that specific shot in the trailer too, where like Ghostface disappears. Uh-huh. just my film editing brain is like, okay, they definitely just like cut that 
they cut out frames to make it look like he disappeared for the like the trailer sake. You think so? Just okay. like yeah, but like also too like with Ghostface saying like you know I'm different or like yeah there's something different about me. I'm like hmm, what's Kevin Williamson got up his sleeve here? Well, there's a, there there's the um you know they walk in they, they they call it a shrine they find the they find all the ghosts yeah. you know they call it a shrine in that warehouse room or whatever. Then Courtney Cox is like, I've had 10 guys try this on me. He goes, I'm not like, or, you know, I'm a different ghost face or, you know, like what you just said. There's that. Yeah. Um, there's the mask being weathered. Why is the mask so weathered? Like what, ha- what's going on there? You know, like, I just have a feeling it's like the original mask from the first one. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've, me and you have both said it, and we both want it. It'd be so freaking awesome if Stu was behind all this because we never saw Stu die. <laughs> we never saw Stu die, and it's like, but, but I don't know yeah. with his with his um, support of of uh, Nev Campbell. I don't know if he's in this or not. You know, so I I just hope that like I mean, obviously Courtney Cox saw something in this next entry that she wanted to be a part of. So it's like, and and like it it's kind of blowing me away how good the trailer was, how awesome it looks. It's just, it's a different vibe, a way different vibe. Ghostface is a goddamn shotgun now. Like he's not afraid to use guns. <laughs> so good. That's it's so good. It's great. So he's like, you know what? I'm pulling the trigger. All the other ghost face knives aren't going to do it. Well, but, they, um, they, they, they said that multiple cast members have said, this is, this is going to be the most the violent one, most violent and bloody scream you've ever seen, which is, I like, love it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, after that last one, I thought the last one was the most violent one. But, yeah, that was pretty uh, crazy, yeah. Especially the so just up the ante a little bit. But um, yeah, I just hope that the movie. I mean, I want the movie to do great because, like, I want more screen movies and stuff, especially with like this main cast that they got going on, like some some new legacy characters. But um, I just hope it doesn't do like really well to the point where like Nev Campbell like kind of regrets not being a part of it, and then, like she ends up not being in more screen movies or something like that. Cause like, I just don't know what they were trying to plan with her character. Like, I don't know if they like put her on the sidelines or they maybe killed her. Like if they tried to kill Cindy Prescott, then like, Ooh, I don't know about all that. Well, I think, I think if she's not in this one, I think it's just, I think her runs over in scream. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, which is fine. I mean, which is okay. I mean, cause she had like, they do it, the most insane final girl run ever. Yeah. And if they do it right. And, um, which it looks like they did, it'll be, it's going to make money. It's going to do, it's going to do, I mean, how could, to me, from the trailer, this one looks better than the last, like the last one. Like, hands oh, down. 100%. You know yeah, what I mean? 100%. Like, so, um, I'm already, I'm already more excited about this one than I was about the other one, you know, when it yeah, first came out. Yeah, I am too. So. Just because like, I mean, that last one, it was like, okay, it was like 2018 Halloween, go back to the original blah 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 and stuff like that but now it's like okay everyone liked what we did so now we're like we're gonna like basically restart this franchise for the most part right. yeah which is so, cool so it'll be fine it's a horror movie it's gonna make it just fine and then um oh shoot oh yeah that freaking uh kids versus aliens i actually watched the trailer last night yeah i, I want to talk about that oh my this thing came out of nowhere um, yeah, Bloody Disgusting has been promoting it for a while because I'm pretty sure they like they're behind the movie. Yeah. Um, but 
I th- it's in theaters right now. I think it's going to be like for rent pretty soon. I don't. I think it might be like a Shutter or a. I think it box. is. A, no, I think it said Shutter. I think when the when the trailer comes up, I think it says Shutter on one of the sides. So it should be. It should be okay, on Shutter. Cool. Yep. Um. Yeah, the movie looks great because I finally saw what the aliens look like, and they're yeah. legitimately a bunch of <laughs> practical body suits. And I'm like, you can't get much better than that. Oh, dude, I watched. So I watched the trailer last night, and um, I had mom watch it. And <laughs> Like it was just one of those trailers where I had a smile on my face the whole time. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like, um, cause you know, me and kids, I, I, as soon as it was over, I looked at mom, I go, I cannot get enough of kids doing things like, yeah, like in the, this, things. they're trying to get shit done, you know? And they're, and they're funny. And the, you know, of course you got that one little chubby kid in there. I think at one point he goes, yeah. I don't want my skin to be used or something, you know, like he said something about, cause the aliens use the skin to disguise themselves or something like that. Or like, yeah, what is hum- it? I think they're like, I think they're also using human skin to like fuel their way back home or something like that. I think like, so. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, yeah. The, uh, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the fact that it's just the way the aliens looked, it was great. It was so good. Like, you know, it's just yeah. so cheesy and, but it, but with all the stuff that kept f- coming up, like all the, uh, the quotes, mm-hmm. like I just kept getting more exciting. Like first showing even put one up there. Like that, the, they were even one yeah. of the quotes that, um, but like it, you know, it said like clever, you know, whatever. And, uh, but it did like the kids, the shit that was coming out of the kids mouths and, I mean, I think the main girl had a sword at one point. Like she was fighting. <laughs> yeah, it was like so good. Yeah, I love it. Love that shit, man. I mean, I know we've, uh, I know we talked about it like multiple times, but just like, I just love how much these B horror movies. Like, I just love how they're getting so much recognition for like what yeah. they are, and like people are enjoying the fact that like they're not the most you know, high budgeted movie on the planet, but like you can go, you can still go have fun because, um, you know that, remember that skin of a rink movie? I showed you the trailer. Oh for? yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, you know, don't quote me on this under $20,000 budget. It made over a million in theaters. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's absolutely insane. Like I'm, I'm telling you that, that damn Arthur clown, he, he changed the game. Yeah, he sure did. Yep. But so yeah, it, I I don't know. It's really cool. But um, and I went more. down and uh, I actually was on sh- after I watched that trailer. Mom, you know, mom had to get up early today, and I'm like, you know, I was, I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go downstairs and watch something. So I I just kind of went through Shutter. I hadn't been on Shutter in a while. There's so many movies I want to pull the trigger on, but then I just don't want to waste my time in case they're just shit. Oh, you know? you I did I, mean? I did it the other day. Did I, I watched something? Yeah, Demons Two by Dario Argento. Yeah. Shit was nuts. Is it good or is it just? Waste of time? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I've been, I've been kind of like um, he he's an Italian filmmaker and it's a very uh he's the guy that did Suspiria. Remember okay. that? Remember that movie? So yeah. like he's like he's like a big guy, right? He's a big right. horror guy. Um, and he's got like a he's got a, a new movie on Shutter too, but he's an Italian film director. But it's weird because his movies are in English, but I'm quite certain that every single actor in his movies, I'm pretty sure they're all Italian. And then they just so, dub the English over. Okay. All right. It's, it's, it's wild. Um, right. so yeah, I watched that and like, it's actually the sequel to a movie, um, called demons. And mm-hmm. in the demons, it's just about a movie theater audience that gets taken over by 
a bunch of demons and they come out of the movie screen and they just like it's like a you know a hellfest but then the second one it's in a high-rise apartment and like the practical effects and the gore is crazy but like i think it might be the worst acting i've ever seen right like like hands down in any movie i've ever seen but um i don't know i watched it like you know one o'clock in the morning too like so it was just just a fun experience but yeah uh, real so quick, dude, this is um, like going back to that skin of Marink making a million off 20,000. Dude, this yeah. is like, especially for you and the fact that you are obsessed with horror and every movie idea you ever think, it's always related to some sort of horror, you know, that you want to do. Some dude, sort of element, yeah. You've got, like, I know you're finishing up college, but you've got to get you've got to get something made and get it out there because it's the perfect time I'm right sure now. sure trying. <laughs> it's the perfect time if you're a horror movie filmmaker to to get to get something out there and make money off of it. Like, it's just yeah. like, you know, it's crazy. It's insane right now. All because it's, of a guy dressed up as a fucking clown who is out of his mind. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's, it's crazy. Because, like, you can just... You, you can watch the dominoes fall. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, first Terrifier, cult classic, Bloody Disgusting has been talking about Terrifier 2 forever. It comes out. Holy shit. Two and a half hours. People are going nuts. It's great. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it now. Like he's he's up in the group of like Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. Now it's it's insane. And, and when um, is the last time when's the last time outside of uh, Terrifier 2 that you have watched a two and a half hour horror movie? They just don't make two and a half hour horror movies. Not like that, especially like that. They usually fall. All horror movies are usually like around that one forty-five to two-hour mark. That's usually right. like the you know you. I mean, and two hours is usually pushing it for a, a horror movie. It's you know it's yeah. usually it's kind of really in that one forty-five. Um, uh, it's just that's not. It's just nuts. I'm still just like blown away by it. Yeah, I mean, so like, you, you got stuff like that, and then you know like. Like we we talked about smile, even this damn Megan movie. I haven't. That, oh, I know. That, I I know they're already making a sequel. That Megan movie made so much goddamn money. And I, I'm I like, see, how? I didn't I'm see like, the final I, number. I, I, is this is this just what we're doing now? Like, we're just gonna go see all these crazy horror movies, like these wild, like out of pocket horror movies. Like, I what guess was, that that is the vibe. What was the final number on that? Oh God, I can't. I mean, it made it, well. I'll tell you a stat. I don't know the exact number, but I think it made more than Nope, not combined. It made more than Nope and Smile on their first opening weekend what? or their first opening day. Yeah, it was crazy. Hold on. I'm going to look this and then And then immediately after, they're like, sequel, sequel coming, Megan 2.0. I'm like, shit. And you know what? It just... It just makes sense because, like, you know, James Wan produced it. So, like, I mean, he knows how to get the audience, like, connected with movies like that. Well, and it was also PG-13, so you got all the... You also got right. the younger crowd in there, too. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Megan premiered on December 7th. Um, was released in the United States on January 6th. What re- I'm sorry. It, it premiered in Los Angeles on this December 7th, but then it was right. released in... in on a budget of twelve million dollars, the film has a commercial and critical success, grossing over one hundred forty million. I mean, I'm sorry, one hundred four, one hundred four million. Right, Crazy. and that was that was um, 
I don't know what the date is on that, but not too long ago. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So and it's like, so you got that going. Paramount. Paramount's like we're we're increasing the amount of horror movies that we're making, uh, with like Walter Hamada and then James Wan and Blumhouse are combining forces, which is like putting Greek gods together and telling them to like destroy the earth. Like I, I, that is, that is so much talent and so much good vision joining forces. Like that's ridiculous to me. Right. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. So yeah, I mean the dominoes are falling in this, uh, in horror right now. And I don't, I, I can't see that being a trend that would stop anytime soon. So that's crazy. I can't believe Megan made that much. That, Cause that yeah. thing just looks, awful to me but whatever <laughs> um well it's got the girl from uh get out in it yeah i know yeah i've seen her it's just you know you've got me so it's not my vibe <laughs> no and you've got me so trained when i see a horror movie come out as soon as i see pg-13 i instantly it's like it's like on pavlov's dogs when they hear the fucking bell you know the whole food thing like that yeah. i see pg-13 i'm like eh, it's gonna be shit you know i mean yeah it's just it's not even that it's gonna be shit it's just like ah, i could have been more well you're just not you're not gonna get crazy scares and crazy violence i, I mean you're just not because you just can't yeah. you can't do it you've got to make sure it's that hard. you got to make sure that the 13 year old doesn't you know get too scared in the movie theater. So you can't go crazy with it. So, I mean, you yeah. can't go, you can't go bedroom scene in Arthur clown terrifier. Too, no, okay? no, you can't. <laughs> no, you, no, you cannot. People, people would be mad. <laughs> well, apparently people weren't mad. No, I'm saying because if it was the P- movie made I'm, $8 million. <laughs> no, I'm saying if it's a PG 13 movie and you walk into that and see that, you oh. know, you're, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So. Yeah. And anyway. the moms are going to get mad. Well, uh, last Mom's bit of mad. <laughs> Mom's mad. Last bit of horror movie news. I think our boy Jason's finally coming back at some point. Oh yeah, you sent me that article. Hopefully, yeah. So, Sh- Sean Cunningham is, I believe, um, actually developing a reboot for Friday the Thirteenth, and it's kind of like a, I don't know the, all the names, but it's kind of like a McBride, David Gordon Green thing. Like, there's two guys who you know pitched a an idea for a direct sequel to the first one. And I guess they got Sean Cunningham's blessing and all that kind of stuff. So I think something's coming and I think they're going to like, I think they're kind of like working out some sort of like timeline thing with the, the crystal Lake series that we talked about. Right. And I think there might end up being some sort of connection, but if they're not, I think they're still going to make separate things, but um, yeah, we might finally see that, that big old boy back on the screen. I hope so. My problem is, is I'm going to be comparing him to my f- my favorite Friday the 13th movie, which is the 2009 one. And I mean that I know we've talked about it before, but that Jason is it to me is the best Jason that's ever been on the screen and I I I hope I just hope when they reboot it, which I I you know, I'm going to be happy with any Jason on screen. That's fine. I I will be I'll be yeah. fine with that. I knew, I always love a new Friday the 13th movie, but um I just hope he's not like like built like me, you know, like, a sk- yeah, <laughs> I don't want to, which she, I don't yeah, want a six I foot, I don't want a six foot 175 pound dude, you know, with a hockey mask on. So I want, no, I, want I know what you mean. I want Tyler Maine. Is that his name? Tyler Maine. <laughs> was that the, was that, was, that was Michael Myers, right? From zombie Tyler. Right. Yeah. Tyler Maine. Is that his name? Yeah. That dude. My God. So what big. a monster. What a monster. That guy. Is. <laughs> 
Good God. Yeah. I know what you mean about like Jason. I think like it works for Michael because he's just like an old man and like it's like the original right. Michael. He was just he was like young and he's kind of skinny, but like I feel like Jason needs to be like this big hulking guy in the woods, but I don't know, like if they were to do like a direct sequel to the first one, that means if we like start a trilogy of new Friday the 13th movies and we start with the bag, the potato sack again with Ugh. overalls in the woods, oh. I, w- I don't think I'd ever be, I I would be so happy. Yeah. So happy. I, that would be, you know, that cause if they follow a whole follow, movie just with a potato sack, that'd be so good. If they follow the trend of what horror movies are doing, like these older, these older horror movies, then they yeah. should, they should have a trilogy in mind, which that would be perfect because yes, you could start off, Let's just start new. Potato sack guy running through the woods. Oh my god, it'd be so good, so good. And then we'll get to the I, hockey mask in number two, and then you know. So we have yeah. the, the end. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I obviously old Jason has a lot of different storylines from the past. He went to space. He went to hell. All I think these different just, things. I think, and I think we get rid of those storylines. I think we just act yeah. Like <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind keeping some sort of supernatural supernatural element with like maybe a little bit of hell, but like not as crazy as it was. But like, if there was like a grand ending where they sent the man to hell or something like that, like that'd be kind of cool. But um, I don't know. I think uh, Halloween almost did it right, but almost, you know, almost. They were so close. They were about eighty-seven percent complete. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> <laughs> they were so goddamn close. <laughs> so close. It, I think I think I woke up screaming and sweating last night just thinking about it. What was uh what was it is it from is it from Dumb? No, it's from Ace. Is it from Ace when Jim Carrey's like I was right there? Is that is that when he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it from Ace when he does that? Yeah. And then, oh, it's their Ace too. It's Ace too with the slinky. The slinky going yeah. down the steps. He's like, and oh. it gets it gets, gets to the last time he's like, Oh, I was right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know but yeah that's all that's all the friday the 13th stuff i think um you know had had a rough go with full mikey myers but i think we there, there's a new dawn on the horizon with old jason yeah. so well i can tell you right now ghost Ghostface is going to get us out of our michael michael myers thing. oh yeah yeah Ghostface, he's never failed once he's gonna he's gonna, he's, he's he's gonna, gonna get us right out and then in that same exact month we get Ghostface and we get John Wick fighting with nunchucks. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it, it, everything's gonna be okay in March. Everything's gonna be fine yeah. in March. It's uh, the best of both worlds. <laughs> so. Well, let's. Uh, you want to talk about what we already talked about and got had technical yeah. difficulties? All right. Yeah. Um, what we're you got? Talk some underrated movies. Our under mm-hmm. our favorite underrated movies. Um, so let's just talk about. Because I've already had the question. Actually, I forgot to text him. I was talking to Gibby, and Gibby goes, mm-hmm. "He goes, hey, when's the when's the podcast coming out? This was last. This was this past week." And I said, "Well, never. We did one. We're done." Yeah, I said we did one, but we had we had technical difficulty. He goes, so as I was talking to him, he goes, "Well, can you at least tell me what was the movie that was Tristan was talking about when he gave the clue about the wolves?" And dude, I blanked on the phone. I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, oh. I don't." Yeah, I blanked. <laughs> And so I didn't remember until I got home. He goes, well, if you, if, once you find it, just text me. And I forgot to text him. So we're going to start with from two weeks ago okay. when you were talking about wolves. So underrated movie for you that involves wolves. Go. All right, I'll give you. I was talking about Wind River. Yes. Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Absolutely. Olsen. 
Sheridan. So good. Uh, one, so great. Because I was telling dad, dad, dad was like the gray, and we also talked about the gray. Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, I'll talk about that too. So, Which is, you know, William Neeson versus wolves. But the whole thing with wolves is like Jeremy Renner, obviously, like he hunts packs of wolves to save cattle in the movie. But then like the whole twist of the movie is that, um, you know, that group of guys, they, they assaulted that girl and harassed her and like they're like a pack of wolves. So that's, I was trying to be right. smart. Yeah. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah. but yeah, um, Wind Rivers is so, so good. Just so good. Um, just part of that whole, part of the whole, uh, Taylor Sheridan, just his beautiful writing and what, what he has become as a screenwriter and everything. Um, such, and, and Jeremy Renner is so God damn good in that movie. It just, you know, he's lost a daughter. Um, he's divorced, still has a son. He hunts down wolves in Alaska. Um, and then there's that scene where things are getting figured out. And the knock on the door, the, you, we talked about this, the knock on the door, the trailer door, and it flips back to the crime that happened. And yeah, John, like immediately. Oh, John, yeah, John Berthall. Now it's like now that knock on the door. He's opening the door. It's the girl, their girlfriend, boyfriend. These group of guys that he lives with comes home, and they're just drunk and shit, and all hell breaks loose. And John Berthall just he just starts swinging and just takes a beating, uh, so she can get the hell out of there. And then, mm-hmm. long story short, she ends up. They find her out in the middle of nowhere, like five miles from his camp, and then, boom, the trying to figure out who did it and why they did it and stuff. And it's just, God, I just love that movie so much. Love it. So well written. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I think those are the, the kind of things that I think about when it comes to writing. It's like, okay, a situation like that, right out in the middle of nowhere at this camp where you got a bunch of drunk dudes, one girl, Ugh. like obviously that's already like a scary scenario, but it's like that situation on paper like i don't know what i'm trying to figure out it's just like why is that situation so much more scary than like anything that's like ever been in horror you know what i mean and it all it all goes back to the writing it's always the writing anything i'll tell you uh, and to answer your question real quick for me anything that's real yeah is more scary to i mean that situation yeah, obviously right 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 that situation where it's you and your girlfriend, and you got these drunk guys, and one's being very, you know, he's, it really just starts with one, you know, he's, yeah. he's being, he's basically sexually harassing her in ways, and, and Berthnall's not having any part of it, he's like basically kicking him, and, and then he fi- ends up just knocking the fuck out, and just beating the shit out of him, and then the rest of them jump in, and then he just does what he can, and he knows it's not going to turn out well for him, but he just looks at her and says, go. And she's able just to at least get away for a little bit, but oh, it's just and then he just take he just literally just gets beat to death, because it's that's terrifying. That's terrible yeah. because the odds are, unless you're Jonathan Wick, you're not coming yeah, out. Not, of, if it's if, it, if it's one on six, you're not coming out uh, on top of that, right? So it's just a God. it's just a scary, um, and and John and Berthold was just perfect. For, God, he's perfect for that role too because he's such a mm. real life badass like that to where in real life he would do that you know yeah. like he just would I, i've listened to his podcast and i've listened 
I mean, he would do that for his, his family, but I've listened to him talk about how he knocked a dude out because of his dog, which I find mm-hmm. even fucking more badass, you know? <laughs> so it's like, uh, in his podcast with Joe, um, yeah, it's just so good. So, um, but yeah, that's a great, great underrated. Nobody ever talks about that movie. I never hear anybody no, go, no one does. Hey, have you ever seen Wind River? Like that conversation never comes up to me, you know? <laughs> so never. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to put Wind River in, in my back pocket for anyone like I talk to, uh, yeah you know movies about so um well okay so then we'll lead into the gray um the gray yeah. is just a. <laughs> i think i said when we first talked about oh you know on our last one it's not your typical liam neeson movie so you're not going in thinking it's you know it's not that kind of liam neeson movie it's just such a solid movie joe carnahan directed it i think he wrote did he write that too i can't remember if we said that or not i, or, mm, I can't remember it's just so good um it's a well-made movie. It's about these uh, guys that work on like an oil drilling place or something like in Alaska. They take a flight out to go home. It crashes. Um, these group of guys have to fend off and survive from a freaking pack of wolves that has one of the biggest <laughs> alpha male wolves I've ever seen in my life, you know? And um, it's just, it's so, it's like so cool though. Like it's just man versus beast. Man versus beast. And there's that scene where they're out in the, they're, you know, it's nighttime and they've got a fire because apparently, I hope this is true if I ever get stuck like this. I guess fire keeps wolves away. I guess that's the whole, you know, because they've always got, you know, like if you've got a fire on like a stick yeah. or something like, you know, they, they don't, I guess they don't like that. If you've got a fire going, they've got a fire and they're all sitting around it. And all of a sudden they start hearing the house and they look up in the tree line and all you see is fucking eyes. Like all, <laughs> I mean, like we're not just talking like a set of like five or six eyes. We're talking a lot of eyes up in the tree line. Yeah. Um, and then I think the alpha does something and they all just retreat. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? Can, I mean, like it's just nuts. It's nuts. Um, but it's just, uh, it's a solid, solid movie. Uh, um, Frank Grillo's in it. It's one of his better roles. I mean, it's, he, it was a true acting role for him. Um, yeah. But yeah, very good, very good movie, very underrated. Never hear anybody talk about that one. So, what's your next one? Yeah. Um. Well, my next one. Let's see here. I mean, we got we got to talk about mud. Yep. Yep. That mud was in here. Yeah. Talked about Macon- mud and like McConaughey. Yeah i I would argue that it's McConaughey's best role. Like, out of everything he's done, I know a lot of people would probably say, like, Dallas Buyers Club or Interstellar. I mean, he won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, so I get that. But I don't know. I think Mud is, like, the role where it's just, like, I think that's just McConaughey. Like, I don't even think he's acting. I think that's just him. Yeah, I mean, you know? he, McConaughey could definitely fend for himself on a small little island like that. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, and, I just think he's that kind of dude. It's, I don't know, I don't think you get a whole lot of, um, like, phenomenal coming-of-age movies. Because I think, I feel like coming-of-age is a, a touchy genre. It's kind of hard to get right. But, mm-hmm. um, like, Mud is, like, one of those coming-of-age movies that, you know, goes up with, like, Stand By Me and stuff like that, you know? I mean, and that's, you got uh, Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not to be confused with Taylor Sheridan. Ty Sheridan is the kid in this movie, and, like... Ever since that movie, he's had he's had a career, you know. Oh yeah, just catapult from that. Um, you know, being in huge blockbusters with Spielberg and you know, 
young adult stuff, and he's in the Ben Affleck movie, Tender Bar, right? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a just great, acting yeah. with yeah, God, acting with such phenomenal a great movie. people. Yeah, directed um, by Clooney. I mean, he's this kid's just worked right. with all kinds of people. Um, yeah, so I mean, he he has really uh, proved himself, and like, I mean, ever since I saw that movie, I was like. I don't know, as a kid, I, that was just kind of how I was living my life anyway. I was down in the creek doing shit like <laughs> that, I guess. You know, right. trying to find little areas to retreat to with my friends and stuff and, like, act like we were getting shit done. Like, this is important, you know. We got to survive out here. So, <laughs> yeah. Fr- freaking so. uh, 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 200 yards from the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bu- building forts, and I'm like, okay, they're coming. They're coming. We got we to get down. People are coming. <laughs> Um, well, a segue, a segue from that then, um, because Ty Sheridan is in another one of both of our movies that we like, uh, uh, scouts versus, um, <laughs> scouts guide, uh, scouts guide. Yeah. To the, what is it? Scouts guide it, to the zombie apocalypse. Scout, yeah. 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 Um, he's in that and it's one of my favorite movies involving, involving, they're not kids. They're in high school. But yeah. one of my favorite movies involving kids, because I mean, they're still going to call them kids, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. just kids getting shit done and saving the day. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, it's just And it's a clever movie. And you want to talk about underrated and under the radar. Like, that movie just, it just came about one day. I just, did you bring it to me or did you... Did, or did I find I mean, it? Or? I think I remember like seeing a trailer for it. Like I don't think it was it was like it went to theaters, but I don't think it was anything that like people Oh like, no. I, it to, just yeah. no, I don't even remember being in theaters. Yeah, so um, it's just such a it's just such a fun movie. I love it. Speaking of like just underrated in general, like <laughs> Christopher Landon, the guy who directed Scout's Guide. Oh like, yeah. He just he kind of comes out of like He'll come out of the shadows like, hey, I just directed the next Paranormal Activity, and I also directed Happy Death Day, and <laughs> right. I'm also going to direct Freaky. It's like, this guy's crazy. Right, yeah. Yeah, Freaky. Freaky's great. I'm, I'm not going to throw it on underrated, but yeah. Um, another one that is on both of ours, I know for a fact, is a movie that now involves werewolves, and that is Dog Soldiers. Of course. Yeah. Um. You explain Dog Soldiers. Explain it to the crew. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dog Soldiers is about a military squad, and they're out in the woods doing a training exercise. They're not even really fighting anyone. I think it's like one squad versus the other, and they're just trying to like track each other da- track each other down. Um, but then there's giant seven foot tall werewolves out there that were actually put there by the other squad to you know like they got to try to track down and kill the unkillable. Yep. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out for him very well. Right. It's so good. And it's in, it's in it's, uh, it's so Scot- gory. It's Scotland, right? Yeah. Scotland. Um Scottish yeah, accents. I mean, it's the, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely the best like on-screen visualization of werewolves. Like I don't I don't think I've ever seen a better werewolf on screen. Oh, it's they're, they're they're massive too. Massive. Just like That's just huge. like when I think of a yeah, when I think of a werewolf, it's like I mean, it's probably because that was I think Dog Soldiers was the first werewolf movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So it's like because of that, like that's what I expect a werewolf to look like. Right. Absolutely. You know. And yeah, like great it, movie. It's the scariest way to portray it too. 
just hit it just hit its what 20 year anniversary I believe believe yeah it was they had like yeah. a whole like yeah i remember like yeah because i it was a it was a long time ago but it was like months ago but um we first started talking about dog soldiers again we're like where is that movie like is it on streaming or like where is it at yeah it was nowhere and like it was nowhere to be seen. it was nowhere but then like not even a week after we started talking about it like bloody disgusting was like you know, Dog Soldiers is getting like a Blu-ray steelbook with like all these like bonus features and stuff. I'm like, yeah, just put it on something real quick. Like everyone wants it, to watch it. And then they did, right? Now it's on. What's it on now? Um, I think it was on did, Prime. Yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, these oh guys no, was might... it Stars? Was it Stars? Because you I got don't... Stars. Is that why something? I got? Is that why I signed Maybe. up for Star? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was for Dog Soldiers. I'm I such think it was a, for something else. I'm such a. I can't, I, the shit I do just to watch something is insane to me. <laughs> I, I just like I, I think back I'm like what am I doing? But anyway, yeah. So if you're actually uh, somebody who's listening to this and you're like, hey, these guys might know what they're talking about, definitely put Dog Soldiers on your list to watch. And and actually, if you haven't seen anything we're talking about, we're not going to steer you in the wrong direction. Uh, I'm you're going to be satisfied with what you watch. I'm telling you the, the ones we've yeah. said so far. So hey, uh, speaking of underrated and not movies but actors, uh, before I forget. So I didn't really didn't finish my thought when I was talking about it. I went downstairs to watch something last night. I ended up watching um, The Greatest Beer Run Ever uh, with Zac Efron. Oh, yeah, did you? Yeah. First of all, that story is insane. You know, it's based off a true story. Um, there's legitimate pictures of the guy over there, you know, that he's not a soldier and he made his way over there. It's mm-hmm. a good movie. Um, it's it's a movie that, like, is fun and, and, you know, like, you've got some laughing and about the last 45 minutes it just turns dramatic and you know you're you start thinking god what is why why do wars even happen and why you know and then you go i'm not gonna yeah. get political but it really is politics and money is all it is is that's any that's the only reason my, these wars happen but dude zach efron is especially after seeing that i thought he was good before that but you know he i mean he's, he's good at comedy you know like in baywatch and stuff like that with the rock after I saw that, he is he is a truly underrated actor. He's a fabulous actor, but in fact, yeah. and like there's a scene where he he gets back and he goes back to the mom of like one of his best friends that he went over to see. Mm-hmm. Um, are you think you're gonna have? Do you think any time soon you're gonna sit down and watch this movie? Like, I mean, I, I might now. But. It's on Apple. Anyway. There's a scene where he goes back. I won't give it away then. He goes back and talks to her, and he starts crying. And mm-hmm. the instant he started crying, just the way that he, like, the the, the emotion, that it, it was, like, so real. Like, I was just, like, just tears streaming down my face. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I had told you when that movie came out, there was, like, a little bit. Uh, it didn't happen, obviously, because now they've already started talking about the Oscars, but some people were like, could this be like an Oscar worthy performance by him, you know, type thing. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, yeah, he's very, he could do many roles like that. I think he's, I think he probably should, you know, he, he kind of had like, when he like in fire starter just recently, you know, that did mm-hmm. shit on Peacock or whatever. Yeah. I think if he just steers towards his career, towards movies like that, Oh my God, he could, he could have a very good career, you know, in front of yeah. him. So anyway, I, I meant to tell you that I watched it um, earlier and I forgot. So um, interesting. Yeah. So if you get a chance, it's a, uh, it's about. It's pretty long. Though. I mean, it's like two. It's like a two hour, two ten. So 
Nice little feature. Yeah, so give give yourself some time. Um, <laughs> another one on my list, Triple Frontier. Yeah. God, underrated. So underrated. Phenomenal opening. <laughs> Phenomenal opening. Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, and Garrett Hun- Hunley. Hunley? Hunley? <sighs> Headland. Hun- Headland. Garrett Headland. Um, yeah. Oh, God, it's just, but it was a Netflix movie. Big budget, mm-hmm. ne- epic movie, really. Big, big old movie. Netflix movie. I don't know how Netflix movies make money. I don't understand all that process. I don't know what the hours reviewed, all that shit. But I viewed it quite a few times. I put it on. I put it on multiple times to watch that movie. I just love it. Um, it's a great movie. One, the opening is so good. Like it's yeah. just got such a great opening. Oh my god! Chopper helicopter, military helicopter with freaking Metallica playing. I mean, <laughs> like it's yeah. so good. Um. Yeah, so that's an that's another one of mine. What do you got? What else I got? Um, well, I mean, you haven't seen it yet, but the the big one for me was um, not the biggest one, but like just because I had seen it and I was like was so disappointed by how people didn't go see it was Babylon. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah, recently yeah. just came out, and you know, three hour epic drama about early Hollywood. Damien Chazelle doesn't miss when he swings. I swear to God. And like, you know, the movie is, it's pretty obvious that like, Hey, Damien Chazelle has established his place as a director in Hollywood. So it's like, this was the movie where he was going to go, he was just going to go big. It was just whatever it was, he was going big. And, but like no one saw it. I don't know why you got Margo, you got Brad, you got a crate a ton of crazy cameos. I mean, the movie was so entertaining, so funny. I like, I told you that like, there's a scene where they're trying to get a shot. They're trying to get a scene down because they introduce, um, it kind of goes like across like a certain amount of years. Right. So it goes from like early twenties into the thirties. And there's a scene where they're, they just recently got the technology of sound. So they start making movies with sound now instead of silent films. And the crew trying to get the most perfect sound, making sure that Margot Robbie lines up with the microphone perfectly. I've never laughed harder in my entire life. <laughs> really? It just it just goes on and goes on. Um, yeah, and it's like like I said, when Brad's on screen, it doesn't really feel like a three hour movie. It's kind of yeah. time doesn't exist. Well, and I told but, you, uh, I think yeah. I think the reason, um, and I I never got to it. And then when I started looking, I I don't know. It just you know came out at Christmas time. I'm not a big, I hate when movies come out at Christmas because Christmas is like, the holidays are just a hectic time, right? You know what I mean? Like it's, you're doing things and and a lot of people are traveling and they're trying to get to family and shit like that. I just hate when big movies come out around Christmas. I just do. I I don't understand it. Um, I think all big movies should come out from like May to October, you know? I mean, then that should be the time that they come out. But, um, you know, the weekend that thing came out is when there was like snowstorms across multiple states, you know, yeah. like I, I just, I think that was a big reason for it. And, and then by the time people do get back in a groove, like for somebody like me, I would go to look at uh, like a showings and there was like one showing, you know, like, you know, it's in the theater. There's like one showing at 12 o'clock on a, you know, on two, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't go at 12 o'clock on Tuesday, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's like. Um, yeah, I mean, so, like, that part sucks. I think the reason why I think it's going to be underrated is, like, I just think, like, five years from now, that's when people 
are going to be like, oh, remember Babylon? Like, that was crazy. And then, like, if it gets on a streaming service or something like that, that's when people are going to actually watch it and be like, oh, well, yeah, this movie's nuts. Well, and it's a Paramount movie, and it didn't make it didn't make very much. So the whole Paramount thing is typically 45 days after release date, it's on Paramount+. Plus. So it's, yeah. we, it should be here pretty soon on Paramount+. Plus. I mean, it's going to be pretty close. Right. So, right. Um, I'm just going to run, th- run through a couple more here. Um, everybody wants some, the baseball movies, yeah. uh, <laughs> Richard Linklater, uh, that, that's, that movie kind of introduced us to, um, Glenn Powell, mm-hmm. Mr. Extraordinaire. Um, it's a, it's kind of a follow up to Days of Confused, but not, it's set a couple years after, um, uh, but yeah. not, no, no, not the same character or anything. But it's a great movie. Um, it's about a baseball team that has to report to college bef- about three days before classes start, and just them fucking hanging around out. and partying. Yeah, just hanging out. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I'll just run through. I'm just going to run through my the three here, like the, that one. Um, and oh, Hell or High Water. That's another Taylor Sheridan. Sheridan, yeah. so underrated. God, what a movie. Um, I well, I I guess you, I I base underrated off how much money something makes. People talking about it. I mean, it did win an Oscar. I can't. I forget what it won the Oscar for. It won for yeah. something. But, yeah. But it's just a movie that if if I was to go pick out ten people at a Super Bowl party around here and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, have you ever seen Hell or High Water?" They'd be like, "No." All of them. Exactly. All ten of them. All ten of them would say no. Um. So I just love it's uh Chris Pine and Ben Foster. Um. And um, who's the cop? Um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Um, it's just about two brothers who are robbing banks to pay back uh, money that the bank, I don't know, the bank put a lien on their mom's house. So it's just, it's really clever. They're they're robbing the banks and they're paying, they're going to pay the bank, that same bank back with the money they robbed. <laughs> it's just, it's gold. Yeah. It's gold. Um, and, and they're doing it because the one brother found out that there's oil on the, on the, um, property and the best part of that is is like the numbers they throw out they only they're only robbing they only need to rob like or they only need like thirty two thousand dollars to pay off this lien that's on the house so that the bank doesn't take control but the oil on the property is going to um it's going to provide fifty thousand dollars a month of money to the family so absurd yeah, it's great. It's just great because and I and they're just and they're they're just literally paying it off with the same money that the bank already has in there. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and you got you got the ending. Just you know, he's got the money and he just goes to the casino and he's got all oh, those chips. That's not the, that's not that's the, not the ending. That that's just in the middle. Oh, that's I know it's not the ending. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But like yeah. you know, just to clean the cash, he sits at the casino bar with the chips and then he just brings it right back. Yep, he he takes some cash, gets some chips, buys a couple of drinks. The brother plays a little, tor- uh, you know, blackjack, and then they just turn the money right back in, get a get a check yeah. for it. So, Crazy, um, but um, yeah, that uh, and then um, okay, two more. <laughs> a million ways to die in the West. One of my favorite comedies, uh, yeah. uh, from from um, Seth MacFarlane, who gave his Family Guy. It's to me, it's. Well, it's my probably my top two because my top one is a comedy too. It's my top top two comedy underrated movies. It's so clever, it's so funny. The jokes are great. 
the um we talked about it like the you know like just it's constantly being talked about how anything can kill you in the west and the shit that they come up with for you know like um but a million and it did horrible you want to talk about doing horrible at the movie i mean it was it did horrible uh box office but it was Seth MacFarlane. He directed it, and it's it's a well made movie. It's not like a some shit movie you see, like some no, B I think movies. it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean it's epic. They're out in the west. I mean he's using real mountain, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's I just find him to be a freaking comedic genius. Uh, just the shit that he comes up with, you know, <laughs> and he's so clever about his jokes and stuff. And then my number one, my all time, my I think it's probably up there with yours too. Uh, the nice guys with. Oh yeah, hundred percent. With Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe, it is by far the movie that got away uh, that could have could have had a sequel just like that. It was set up for a sequel immediately. It just didn't. I mean, I don't even think it made its budget back. But to me, it's one of the funniest, greatest underrated movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I just mean, last... can, we, can we make enough noise? Can can everyone make enough noise to get a nice guys too? Well. We're going to, st- I'm sure, well, just ha- take your note down. Hashtag nice guys too. Okay. Just let's get that going. Real quick. Real um, quick. We need it. Yeah. It's, um, it's my top for, for underrated. I even told you that I was watching it the other day and I'm like, I can't, there's never a time that I put this on. I don't laugh my ass off that at certain <laughs> scenes. But yeah. Ryan Gosling is, he's an underrated funny guy. He's yeah. not, you know, he's known for the notebook, but he does throw some, you know, he's got some stuff, but you, you see it in movies like, um, the gray man of how mm-hmm. it's just this dry, it's this dry humor that he has and the way he can say things. I think that's why, um, you know, he's making the fall guy right now, which is based off the TV show. He's going to be, he's going to be brilliant in that. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Him and Emily <laughs> Blunt together. Come on. It's going to be so good. Yeah. But, uh, Superstars. nice guys top of my- Top of my list for underrated movies. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any other movie at number one for most underrated. It's just as simple as that. I think it should yeah. just be common knowledge. It should be put in textbooks at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, we talked Teach about the it to ending. Our kids. The ending is right there. It's just right there. It just says, okay, we need a sequel. It's just it's it's all set up for a sequel. You know, they had their cards made or their flyers and made, and they had both had their faces on it, and it was like, boom, now they can start just. Solving crimes in L.A. in the seventies. Oh, it's a it's a Christmas movie too. Oh, that's right, that's right. It is yeah, a Christmas. It movie. was Christmas yeah. when they were at that little bar. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, at the very end. What was I watching the other day? And I thought, oh shit, that's a Christmas movie too. I was watching something, and I we had, something we had never mentioned for a Christmas movie. I'm like, oh, mm. there's another one we can add to the list. Forget what it was know. though. Anyway, well, that's it for me, brother. Yeah, I don't. We'll end on nice guys. I don't have any yeah. more. It's a good one to end underrated on. Underrated movies. Yeah. Worth talking about. Yeah. Hashtag it. Get let's get a number two going. Nice guys too. Nice guys too. And where can uh please work in the world, work in the entire world, follow us and get get our content. Dad's hashpot on TikTok, Dad's hashpot on Instagram. Sweet. Easy. All right. Okay. That's it. I guess I'm going to go eat some more Fruity Pebbles or something for (laughs) pre-workout. I'm going to go make some tater tots. If I had had Fruity Pebbles, you know how they say you're supposed to eat some carbs before you work out? If I had Fruity Pebbles, 
I would be in the middle, in the middle of a of a shoulder press, and at the at the about halfway mark, my whole body would just collapse from the sugar <laughs> sugar crash. I just all I would just come crashing down, just just like just like that. Be death, death. <laughs> death. So all right, that's it. All right, goodbye. Later.